Okay, thank you, Rabbi Yossi. Poischem bechvoy dachsanya. Big schus. Thank you guys for having me. It's nice to make an aliyah from Toko Hills up to High Point Road over here. And it's good. You know, I have roots in Atlanta. I'm actually born in Atlanta. So my family is very close to Rabbi Solish. My grandfather used to go to his classes in Emory. And Baruch Hashem, we're close to the, the news. I grew up with Mayer. We used to play basketball. You'll ask him later who was better. Okay, that's for you guys to know that. But uh, Baruch Hashem, so Rabbi Solish called me. I won't tell you when he called me, but uh, he called me on Friday. He said, you know, there's a geshmaka oilam. They want a good shear. Try to make it, you know, a good topic. So I was thinking, you know, we're in November. What's a good topic of November? I think, you know, so I was thinking, you know, there's got to be some type of business halacha. That's what people want to hear, you know, something, you know, relevant to their business lives. So I said, look at the calendar, you know, there's Black Friday coming up. November 24th, Black Friday. So I was thinking, what's the halacha relevant to Black Friday? So I think we're going to learn the sugyas about Black Friday halachas. So just to know, if you want to know the Shurish Hadvarim, right, what's, what is Black Friday? So the stores who are in red zone, they have all these, they have all their merchandise and they're going, they're making, they're, they're losing profits. They put this big sale out on Friday and you could go buy things half off, even less than half off. And I remember from my yeshiva days in New York that there was Bachar waiting outside Walmart at four in the morning. So then when it's six in the morning, everyone could hop whatever they have. Like the first thing, I think the TVs sell out first, right? Whatever goes first. So it's a whole thing. So the question, which hopefully won't really happen, is that you got people literally fighting over products. So you got one guy grabbing a TV on one side, and you got the other group of guys grabbing it away. So is there any halacha that once someone's already holding on to something or trying to get something, you can't take it away from him? That's the topic we'll talk about. Now, on a more relevant note, this is not only relevant to Black Friday, but for those who are in the real estate industry, let's say you know someone's trying to buy a house. There's a buyer, they're already pursuing, they're making deals, they've been in, involved with the agent, they're about to you know, give an give, offer, make an offer, and you come along and sneak in and you know, offer them a better price. Is there, such a, is there something any wrong with it? The guy didn't buy it yet but he's in the middle of pursuing the deal, could you sort of like come and take it away from him? Another shaila the Paiskim discuss, this is also a little more interesting than the business halacha, what about shidduchim? You really have your eyes on a certain, I hope everyone's married here, but you already imagine in the Bahram days, right? So you have an eye, you heard about this good shidduch, and this person's already dating the girl, but, you know, you want to come, maybe, you know, try to make a better offer to her. You know, you really you end up with me. You'll be, you know, much more happier in life. Is there a problem stealing a shidduch? So if three shilas stealing a TV away from someone, coming in before someone's trying to take the TV, real estate, you try to get a better deal on the house, and a shidduch. So where in the world are you going to look to find this halacha? So it's a clear Gemara and Kedushin. It's a clear Gemara and Kedushin. So if you have the source sheets over here, so the first source I put in Hebrew and English. So there's a story in the Gemara. Rav Gidol, someone named Rav Gidol, have a bahi ara. He was trying to buy a certain property, right? It's hard real estate market. You want to have a nice house right next to right next to the shul, and he wanted to buy a nice house. 
Also, Rav Abba Zavna came along Rav Abba, Rav Abba and he bought the field before Rav Gidl. So Rav Gidl is in the middle of trying to buy it. Comes along Rav Abba, goes to the owner, drops the suitcase, fully loaded, right, stacked with hundreds, gets the, buys the house. So Rav Abba sort of beat him to it. And the Gemara says, Azur Rav Gidl, Kibble Rav Zeira. So he went and complained to Rav Zeira about this. He went and complained to Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha. So Omar Le, he told him, Hamton, let's wait. Let's wait till the regal, when there was the Yomtev season, everyone would come up to gather for drushas, not like Sandy Springs, they come every Sunday, I heard, but you know, it used to be only Yomtev season people would come for breakfast and shirim. So let's say, let's wait, let's wait till everyone comes up for the regal. When they came up for the Gimel Regalim, they found, they found Rav Abba, Omar Lay, and they asked Rav Abba, what do you say about the following case? Ani, you have a poor guy, this is the topic, Ani, you have a poor man, who's trying to get a piece of bread. So you have, you know, a bakery puts out bread, and you got this poor guy trying to get the piece of bread. This other guy walks by and sees the, the free bread. And steals it from the poor guy. The poor guy is heading towards the bread, trying to get a piece of bread, trying to get, you know, the last bagel. And someone comes and steals the last bagel. What's the halacha? Very interesting term. He says, Nikra Russia. It's an interesting halacha term. That it says, if someone's trying to get something, the case of the Gemara is, you have a poor guy trying to get a piece of bread, trying to get the last bagel on Sunday morning, and another guy comes along and steals the bagel before it, he's called a Russia. Now, we'll see, it doesn't sound like he has any halacha that he has to pay him back. There's actually the Sma, right? Nikar Russia, you could even be machris in the shul. He's a Russia. You could give, you know, the rabbi gives his daily announcements and says, by the way, last Sunday, Yassel took, I don't want to pick your name, but Yassel, we'll just use you, Yassel took the last bagel from Shlaimi. He was about to get the last bagel. Ani Mahabe Becharora, Nikra Russia. This is announcements of the week. So it says, Nikra Russia. That's what the Gemara says. He called her Russia. Interesting thing. Oh, so we'll get to that. We'll get to we'll get to exactly where it applies. That will be the share. Very good. So it says in the Gemara that this guy is trying to get something. And they asked Rav Gidl, "What do you say?" He said, "Of course, you steal something, you call it Russia." So now they asked back Rav Gidl the rhetorical question: So then, why did you do that? He asked Rav Abba, "Why did you steal the? Why did you buy the house?" Rav Gidl was already trying to get it. Omar lay lo done. I had no clue. I didn't know Rav Gidl was trying to buy the same property. So then they told Rav Abba, Hashta nami mar. So give it back to him. So Omar lay he said an interesting uh, rule in life. Zvune lo mazvinele. So I'm not going to sell the house. Why? Da ara kamaisis. It's my first property. It's an interesting thing. The Gemara says v'loy misamna milsa. It's not a good simon to sell your first real estate purchase. The first house, you shouldn't sell. You should just keep on to it. Hold it on. It's not a good simon to sell your first thing. So then he said, okay, fine. You don't want to sell the house you took. Rav Abba said, I'll give it to you. Rav Gidl as a gift. So Rav Gidl, he didn't want to take it as a gift. Someone who hates matanis will live. It's not good to always take free things, right? 
So he said, I don't want to take freebies. I, want to, I don't want to take it as a gift. So he said, okay, I'm not going to take it. So the Gemara says, we have a problem over here. Rab Abba, lo Rab Abba didn't want to keep on holding on to the property because he found out Rav Gidl was trying to get it and he took it away from him. He thought it wasn't nice. Russia. So Rav Abba doesn't want the property. So lo mar lo mar And Rav Gidl didn't, couldn't get it back because he didn't want to sell it, Rav Abba, and he didn't want to take it as a gift. So nobody wants it. So what do you do with an empty property that two Jews are fighting about and nobody wants it? Who takes it? The rabbis, very good, right? Miskari Ard Rabboni became shul property. Nobody wanted it, so the shul, shul said, "Great, we'll start a kailo. We'll open a nice house." Uh, so that's the Gemara. But we see this concept of ani mahapech becharara that a poor person going after something, someone else comes along and takes it, called a rush. So when does this apply? When are the exact parameters? So here the first source over here is Rashi. Rashi, I made it in bold. Rashi says, You got a poor person trying to get a piece of bread. What type of bread? What are we talking about? He says, That the person, the bagels are free. They're hefker. First come, first serve. Or the guy is giving you a gift. So the case is, it's free. So it's a free gift, and this guy's trying to get it for free, then the halacha is, he's trying to get something for free, and you're stealing it away from him, you're taking a freebie away from a guy, you're called a rasha. That's Rashi's opinion. We're talking about even something which was given away for free. So if you turn to the back, on Taisvis over here, Taisvis argues with Rashi, and he asks different cases from the Gemaras that seem to imply that if it's a freebie, it's not a problem. It's free. If you're not going to take it, you're going to lose out. So it doesn't apply the halacha of ani mahafa because something's given away for free. So what if that poor person was going after it? I also want the free bagel. I also want the free stuff. So it's not a problem if you take it because it's free. You also, you don't want to have a missed opportunity. So what's the Gemara talking about? So he says the Gemara is talking about an interesting thing. Let's see Taisus inside. It's also... Bolded. So Rabbeinu Tam says, the Isser, the prohibition, the Mahapech, Nakar Hacha, Loi Shayech, we're only dealing with Eladavka Kishiroitse Haoni Laharviach Beschirus. That he wants to do some type of business deal. So we're not talking about freebies. He's trying to buy a property. He's trying to buy a business. He's trying to buy, catch a deal. Or Kishiroitse Liknes Davar Echad. He wants to buy something. So let's say you're in the middle of like, trying, you know, investigating and calling your team, and you you have everything worked out. You're going through the numbers, and you're about to make an offer, and you're working on this, you know, trying to buy an apartment complex or multi-home families, whatever. I don't know what, what everyone does here. So you're you're trying to buy, you know, the, the weekly multi-home uh, family, and you're about to make the calculations. Comes along. Shlaimi comes and outbids you and takes the house away from you. That's the case of Nikra Russia. It's not when it's free. It's that you're about to, you're in the middle of talking about some type of business deal and the other guy comes along and, and beats you to it. And he says, what's the proof that that's what the Gemara is talking about? Dumya the Rav Gidl. That was the story of the Gemara. The Rav Gidl was trying to buy real estate. A guy came along and bought it before him. So we're talking about not freebies over here. We're talking about you're trying to close a deal and another guy beat you to it. And that's why Tai says you're called a Russia. Why are you called a Russia? 
An interesting yisoid. Uh, Muna bitachan from Taisus over here. Kilama machazer al Why are you trying to get the thing that your friend, you already know, your friends, right? Uh, Yassel's trying to buy this multi-home family and he's been trying to cut a deal of figure out with his accountant and his board how much it makes sense, figure out the numbers. So you already know, Shloimi knows Yassel's trying to make the deal. Why does he have to go and buy that same thing? Go somewhere else to buy it. So Taisva says, the reason you're called a rush is because why do you have to get involved in his business? You have other opportunities. Don't go after the one he's working on. Go after something else. So that's the case according to Taisva. But Taisva says, if it's a freebie, if someone's given away something for free, avalim hefker. Leka iser. Then there wouldn't be a problem. Why? Because if you won't get this, you're missed opportunity. Business deal, you could go somewhere else. So you're called a Russia for pursuing what your friend is trying to get because you could go elsewhere. But if you can't go elsewhere because it's being given away for free here, then the halacha of Nikra Russia doesn't apply. So we. Huh? What do you mean? Oh, okay, so you're saying, let's say it's like a sale item. Let's say it's like, it's, it's not free, but let's say it's a good location. Let's say it's a special location near the shul. So it's not free, but I'll never get such an opportunity. Or let's say it's an amazing deal. Okay, so the Ramah says, the Ramah says that sale items is the same thing as free. Just like when it comes to free items, we don't want you missed out on your opportunity. You're not called a Russia because if you don't take the opportunity, you'll never get such opportunity elsewhere. So too, sale items or good location. So according to the Ramah, sale items and free items are on the same, same thing. So 50% sale or 100% sale? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anything. A good deal. A good deal or even good deal location. Something... Yeah. Right, as Toysu says, the Lushan is because if you're going to miss out an opportunity, we don't make you lose out. But if you could go elsewhere and buy the same type of property, so why are you, buy, why are you going into your friend's business? Go somewhere else. In other words, where there's absolutely no advantage, then he is a Russian. Because even a slight advantage, Correct. Even a slight advantage. Correct. That's according to Toysu. But according to Rashi, even freebies, 100% on sales to Russia. So then a sale item would also. So the huge machlekes, Rashi and Taisus. Does Nikra Rasha apply even when it's free or even when it's on sale or even when it's a benefit for you? That's what Rashi says it would apply. Whereas Taisus says, is there any slight benefit? You're not called a Rasha for hopping the deal. Only if it's equal and I could go somewhere else, then it's a Rasha because why are you getting involved with your friend's business? You might as well go elsewhere. Yeah, that's according to Tyson. Yeah. As long as you can make the argument that this is unique and special. Yeah, yeah, that's what Tyson was saying. Again, if you're stealing the deal, not stealing, if you're grabbing the deal away from someone who's well off, who doesn't need this deal. Okay, we're going to get to that also. Okay, so let's look. Let's look right away at the Shulchan Aruch. Okay, so we got the Gemara, we got the Sores, we got the Machlekes, Rashi, and Tyson. How do we Paskin? What's the halacha? Does it make a difference? If you're Ashkenazi and Svardi, I'm the Rav of a Svardi shul. So usually I just read the Machaber and, and stop. 
he stops. I just read the Mechaber. Usually the Mechaber is Meiko. Actually, in this case, we'll see. He's going to be Machmer. Okay, so let's see. We'll see the Mechaber, the Ramah, and then we'll get to the Shulchan Aruch Arav. We'll see what the Psak is. Okay, so the, the Mechaber says like this. This is in Shulchan Aruch, Hashemishpat, Simen Reish Lamed Zayin Sefal. Hamachzir Acher Dover Leknoisa. So you're going after something, you want to purchase something. Or L'Sachwa, you want to rent something. Bein Karko, Bein Metaltam, you want to rent a house, real estate. You want to rent a car, buy a car. Uba Acher Vekana. So one guy's trying to get it. Shloimi's trying to get it. Yasel comes along and gets it before him. Nikra Rasha. Vuhu Adin L'Rotze L'Haskir Atzma Itzachar. Same thing would apply if you're trying to get a job. You're trying to get a job and someone else hears about the job and gets the, the job before you. He sends in his resume. You're about to close. He's about to hire you. You heard good things. And he says, hey, you're going to hire this guy. He listen, look at my resume. I have three years of experience. That's also hopping a job from someone who's also Nikar Russia. Now, here's the Machlekes, though. V'yesh Oimrim. Some opinions. It's also interesting in the Shulchan Aruch. Sometimes the Shulchan Aruch puts names to opinions. Sometimes they'll write Harambam. Sometimes they'll say, Yesh Oimrim. There's such an opinion. He doesn't say who, but he says like this. There's some opinions. That if you want to get something which is hefker, ownerless, or to receive a gift from somebody else. So one guy's trying to get a freebie. So Reuven's trying to get a freebie. Shimon comes along and takes it. You're not a Russia if you take a freebie. Because that's going to be a missed opportunity if you don't get it. Now here comes the Ramah. Let's say you buy something like near your property. Even though maybe there's no certain halacha which demands you entitlement to it. But if you're, let's say, a, a house goes up for sale next door, so you want to buy a guest house, right? This way, when you have guests, you don't have to worry about putting them in your basement. You have a nice house, right? So you have a nice house, comes open on the market. You say, I really want this. It would be a great guest house. People could sleep over next door and they'll come to me for the sudas. So, in that case, since it's next to you, it's a good opportunity for you. That's not a problem taking it away from someone who's trying to pursue it. Because a good advantage, benefit for you is the same thing as like getting a metzia, a free thing. Or it's a sale price. You can't get such a deal anywhere else. So you see already, the Ramah extends it even to special deals. Then, the Yesh Oinrim. Interesting. The Ramah quotes another Yeshayimrim. Another opinion says Deloshna. That it makes no difference whether it's a Metsia or a sale item. If someone was trying to get it, you can't go ahead and stick your nose and take it away from him. So, what do you do if the, if the Machaber says two Yeshayimrims? What do you follow? How do you know what to do? So, there's a Sefer called Pnei David, and he quotes from the Chidah. Once you're understanding the Sephardim, you've got to look at the Sephardi sources. So the Chidah understood how to learn a Machaber. So the Machaber, he writes, there's a cloud, there's a rule. When the Machaber brings, Yesh Oimrim, Yesh Oimrim, he says, Mesoris Biadeno, we have a Mesorah. Ah, I could use my Sephardi Havara over here. Mesorah Biadeno, did Daito live so Kisvarat Yesh Oimrim, Shikata Bachrona? You follow the later Yesh Oimrim. So that's it. Easy. So I'm giving a shirt to Svartim. 
case closed. You can't touch it. Someone else is running after them. You follow the Yeshoyimim Bastro, the last Yeshoyimim, that if there's a sale on the line, it doesn't make a difference. Someone's trying to get it. You can't go ahead and touch it. Nikra Russia. So according to the Mechaber, someone's trying to get something for free. Someone's trying to get a sale item. Once he's already pursuing it, you can't take it away. Nikra Russia if you do so. Okay, but what are B'nai Ashkenaz? What do we do? Ashkenazim, Hayyotzim Biyad Ramah. What do we do? So the Ramah says, Hago, Visvara Harishoyna Nir Iker. Oh, Baruch Hashem. The Ramah says, we follow like the first opinion, that only if there's not going to be, uh, it's, not if it's not if it's a freebie, you're not if there's a benefit for you. If it's a benefit for you, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no problem. Oh, however, the what? According to the Sephardim, the Ashkenazim are all Rishonim. Okay, very good. Very good, good chap. Okay, now, however, look at the Shulchan Aruch Harav. The Shulchan Aruch Harav underneath. See, what's the Minag of Chabad? What do you have to do? Okay, so in Chayshim Mishpa Hilchas Hefker Vasagas Gavul, it says like this. Shulchan Aruch Harav, by the way, some history of the Shulchan Aruch Harav. Does anyone know how old he was when he wrote the Shulchan Aruch Harav? Anyone? How old? It depends, it depends when you count Alter Rebbe's birth. Yeah. So around what? If the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan Aruch, the Magid asked Alter Rebbe to write the Shulchan and a lot of times he contradicts himself. Piskei Siddur, a lot of things are based on Kabbalah. So the, the Ktois HaShulchan says something fascinating. He says that the Shulchan Aruch HaRav was written when he was in his 20s. And he says when he was in his 20s, Hadnish complains is to argue with the Mogen Avron. He didn't feel he had enough strength to argue with the great Poiskim like the Mogen Avron. So he said he never argued with the Mogen Avron. He said when he wrote the Piskei Siddur, he was in his 30s. Oh, then already he said he had, he felt plates as he could start arguing with the Magad Avram. So that's why he finds it interesting, uh, you see, unbelievable, 20 years old. So the Shulchan Aracharav says like this, Let's say the person is Ish Ani, he's a poor guy. Some people say it's a Russia. They only say this. So only if you're trying to get a deal, you could get elsewhere. Why are Russia? Go somewhere else and close your deal. Even if it will cost you more time or effort. So he says that it wouldn't apply in case of benefit. So halacha... Zok the Shulchan Aruch, we pass them like the Ramah, v'chein ikr. That if there's any type of benefit, or if it's a freebie, it's not a problem, nikr rasha, t'chap a deal. However, he ends off the Shulchan Aruch Arav, umi komokam baal nefesh. Somebody cares about his nefesh, yachner l'atma, should be machna. So even though I can't tell you it's usr, but the, you ask a rav, he'll say, bal nefesh, if you're bal nefesh, you care about your nefesh, you shouldn't try to chop the deal. I guess every place you have to know, you know, exactly the deal, you have to figure out the situation. Now, there's one more interesting, interesting case, an interesting opinion that argues, which is, comes from the shach. 
But I'll show you what the Orach HaShulchan says. Orach HaShulchan was the G'dayle Poiskim of Ashkenaz. They said in Europe, you've heard of the Mishnaburah, Mishnaburah, the Chafetz Chaim. Oh, very good, very good. So the, the, when there was a Shaila in Europe, going, if you Paskin like the Mishnaburah or the Orach HaShulchan, the Chafetz Chaim was a Rish Kailo. But the Arach HaShulchan was considered the Rav. The Rav. He was considered the Rav of Russia and Europe. So he was considered the main authority for the Ashkenazi Poiskim. So his first stellar, his first job, he took in a city in Russia. I don't remember, I, I don't remember the name. But it goes, the story goes, that where he became a Rav, there was a lot of Chabad Hasidim. And they said, we know you're a big Talmud Chacham, but we're not going to hire you unless you get Haskama from our Rebbe. So they sent him to the Tzemach Tzedek. And the Tzemach Tzedek, it says, Feherdin, and Kol HaTorah, and he passed, Baruch Hashem. So then he was miskabel, he got Haskama, like you said, he got Smicha from the Tzemach Tzedek. He even writes, one of his Svarim, he writes his Haskama from, from, from the Tzemach Tzedek. So Orach HaShulchan says like this, he quotes this Ramah, but he quotes an interesting opinion. The Shach held that when it comes to Mechira, when it comes to buying, purchasing items, yesh ormim deloy plug rabbanon b'mecher. That even though we said, maybe there's a reason to say, if there's a benefit, it's considered like a mitziah, and it's not a problem of nikra rasha, the shach has an opinion, no, across the board, only freebies is, a pro- is, is not a problem, but when it's purchasing, don't purchase here, go somewhere else. So even if there is even if there is a benefit for you, you're still considered a Russia because we made a loy plug, a loy plug across the board. Once is a financial transaction. Once, right, once is money on the table, financial transaction, then you're already you're called a Russia because you might as well go. You have, you have money, you could go purchase something else. So maybe it's a little benefit. So the shach says you got to go elsewhere. For us, So the Arach Shulchan is machmir on this. But the Ramah is Mekel. So he, does, huh? he doesn't say. He just says, Now, we don't have time now, but there's a whole lengthy shuva from Igris Moshe in Eben Ezer, He's talking over there, Shaduchim, about taking his case over there is a guy met a girl and the other guy wants to come along and he spends a whole page explaining what's the machloikas between the Shach and the, and the Ramah. But it's interesting machloikas. But Lamaise, just to, to conclude over here, what would come out for our Shilas over here? So let's say you have this Walmart case. You have a bunch of people fighting over the TV. So what's the halacha? What's the halacha? What would you say? Is it a mitzvah? <laughs> okay, let's say something. A computer. Okay, so they're fighting over a laptop. So what's the case here? Is money involved? It's not free, right? It's not free, but it's on a sale. It's a sale item. So according to Rashi, it's a mitzia, right? And it's still a problem of Nikar Russia. And the, in, in the Shulchan Aras, if you're Sephardi, so let's say you, the, the Walmart's making this Black Friday, so that's what we're talking about. Hilchus of Black Friday. So let's say, you know, he, I don't know. He grabbed it first. I don't know, not, he didn't pay for it yet. So let's say he's holding, he's like trying to get it down off the shelf. And the other guy, I was saying the story of the, the Bachar I'm waiting in, in, in Walmart. So he got, you know, one crew's like trying to grab it. And this side, he got the other crew 
pulling it away. They have these stories. People get trampled on and targets and stampedes and stuff. So you got one guy's holding on, the other guy grabs. He didn't pay for it yet. It's not the end of tra- transaction. But he's mahapech becharor. He's trying to get it. So, okay, so you got to come early for the. Oh, very oh, that's a good shot. A parking spot. Oh. oh, okay, good. So, okay. there you go. So, parking, that's a good example. So, you have a free parking slot. Oh, so, you got a parking spot, right? Or you got a case of uh, grabbing the TV or a real estate case. You're trying to close on the deal. Let's say those type of cases. So, according to the Shochan Aruch, who follows the Yesh Oymin Basra, follows Shitas Rashi, it's a problem. Even if there's a financial benefit for you, and even if you won't find it somewhere else, this guy already has rights to it. He's already trying to get it. He's already in the middle of handling it. So it's, it's already Nikarasha. However, when it comes to real estate, so if you look back at the Shulchan Aruch, he says at the end of the Ramah, it says, pasku You already made up the price. The only thing you're, you're waiting is for the Kenyan. So that would be like in a store. You already know the price. So then all you have to do is check out. But if you didn't make up, let's say real estate, you're trying to you know, bargain the price. Then someone else could come because you haven't really, it hasn't been determined even the price. But let's say, okay, go back in the case of the store. So then that's a clear case. No, usually because no, yeah, that's the the meaning is to negotiate. So they're trying so to. So if the meaning is to negotiate, then there's not a price. If the meaning is not to negotiate, then there is a price. Yeah, we go by meaning amakam, meaning meaning asoychem. Negotiations again. Yeah, so I but I know, but when I. No, so, so actually, I'll tell you, I, I thought most stores, this is where I grew up, you know, I grew up in America, most things you go into the store, it has a price, and that's how much you pay. When I go to Israel, I remember one year when I was a Bachar in Eretzro, I, I went to buy a pair of shoes, you don't believe this, I went to buy a pair of shoes, I said, Matayim. Matayim, a pair of shoes. Oh, okay, Maya. You thought the guy doesn't even have a price. There's no price tags in Israel. They look at you, they say, oh, you're American? Oh, $200, you know? There's no such a thing as a price thing over there. Is he saying it's hard to get in, first come, first serve type? Okay, it's interesting, interesting case. Yeah. So, well, that's a different Shiloh, maybe. That's Toas Akam. That's a whole different sukkah about Toas Akam. It could theoretically play into a Black Friday deal. Like, I mean, that's the well, Toas Akam, the Shulchan Aruch, Toas Akam, we pass in his mother. If they made a mistake, you can't trick them. Meaning, you can't, uh, 
You know, you can't go to Malibu with your one ticket and pass it around to all your kids and say, oh, we bought a ticket for the whole family. So you can't fool them. But if they, it's their mistake, you're allowed to. As long as there's no Chil Hashem. But I don't think they'll know if you buy that one. Yeah, that's, that's fine, yeah. That's how he made his Parnosa. <laughs> that's Dan. Huh? <laughs> so Ramosh has a hard thing exactly or when's it called Pasuk Domin? When's it called end? So by the Tanayim already, you know, it's an end deal. But maybe if it's I've heard of Shilas that someone was going out and then they got read a different shit from a more prestigious family and the girl wanted to know, could she you know, like she wouldn't know, she would have maybe tried out another guy. Could she go on a different date? <laughs> Every day it happens, okay. Ah, <laughs> I hear, I hear. So, Lamaise for the Machaber, the Machaber was be Machber. For the Ramon, Mikar Adin, it's Mutter, but for Bal Nefesh, Bal Nefesh, it should be Machber. Yeah, make it be Machber on the guy to be Nikar Russia, yeah. Yeah, that's how it always is. It's always a. Uh, Shabbos, who's the Shiloh of Shabbos? You're being Machmer on Shabbos or Pikuach Nefesh? Well, how do you look at it? Yeah? Well, he doesn't know, but the question is how will he. I didn't know, but you still to tell them. Well, usually, usually they usually deal with a, I don't know a house. Usually deal with like a real estate agent or someone, and they usually say, you know, there's someone's. You have usually there's you're up against someone. There's other bids. But by what? Right. So right, by real estate, it's not pasuk domin yet. So then it wouldn't be negay. So that's not pasuk domin. The Ramah says it's not. It's not farti. It's not a closed deal. It's not. So that's not Pasuk Domim. It's not closed deal because it's not a specific price. Yeah. Okay, Shkoyah. Okay, Shkoyah.